Friday's Home Time, Bush and Richie, ready for the weekend like you wouldn't believe. Uh, it's half term this week for a lot of people. I think it's kicking off half term next week for a load as well. I just want to say at this point in the show, a huge congratulations to our nine-year-old daughter, Erin. Big mm-hmm. milestone for her earlier on today. Uh, I took her out for some food because, like I say, it's half term. And she's upgraded from the little kids' menu oh. to full grown-up burger. That's a big day. What a big day for her. Because, you know, I remember when I was a kid, you, used to, you get lumped with the Mr. Man menu. Yeah. A- anything where you've got a placemat that you can colour in, <laughs> yeah. it's a slap across the chops when you're a kid. You just want to be a grown-up. I want some of the big stuff. So now, Erin, God bless her, proper burger with cheese. Great news for her. Not such great news for you. Big difference in the price of those menus. Double the price. <laughs> Double the price. Yeah, and my other moan is, as an adult who can't order from the kids' menu anymore... Why is that the case? I uh, know, you go over a certain point, they won't let you back there, will yeah. they? If I only want that little bit that is priced, you know, a good third or half cheaper, uh-huh. what's stopping me? Well, even uh, earlier on today, there's a couple of things on the kids' menu that I'd have liked to have had a- as sides around my big grown-up's burger. But I think it's a valuable life lesson for Erin. You can't have everything when you're grown-up. I saw you, Richie, on your Twitter account. Uh, were you mocking the the uh, people calling for Big Coke protocol <laughs> I, I with a was. photo? I was. I did. You know what? A sunny photo. Earlier this week, it was quite mild. I was actually stood on the train station lunchtime in a t-shirt. Well, beautiful I, sunshine. Obviously, I was vilified uh, for calling for the uh, act, acting on the Big Coke protocol a couple of weeks ago when we had a cold snap in the morning, uh, and I, I've been ostracised by the Big Coke mm. community because of that. Maybe I've gone too soon. However. Uh, over on Absolute Radio, we are playing the new track from uh, a great band called Cortinas. All right, that everyone loves yes. Cortinas. Uh, their new song is called Heavy Jacket. <laughs> and, and if ever I feel that there is a coded message that the Big Coat Protocol is just around the corner, I think that song's it. So let's just make this straight. This isn't you activating it or trying to, is no, it? No, no, no. This no, is, no, this no. is just, just a debate around you're it. You're mooting it. I'm mooting right, it. Okay, yes. well, I will. In the spirit of collaboration, okay. I will come back and say, I don't think it's far away. Well, can I tell you one other thing? Since we are in the spirit of collaboration, where's the referendum we were promised a couple of weeks ago by you? Do you remember? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you what said you were we'd promised, come back to it. You were promised that the rules of the Big Coat Protocol clearly stated that it couldn't be activated for a fortnight after a false activation. Well, right, yeah. So those two weeks have now passed. Yeah. All right, and there is no clamour at the moment to activate the Big Coat protocol. Are you writing for a delay? Are you asking for a delay? (laughs) (laughs) Seem familiar, folks. It's tedious, isn't it? Earlier this week, we were joined by uh, Jack Whitehall. It was good fun. He was a very nice man, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, hung around, listened to a few songs with us whilst uh, we're playing them to you guys. He didn't notice your walk. He didn't notice Straight off. Uh, but one thing that we did very much agree on was uh, was football. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't not talk to him whilst the songs were on. Listen to this. This is like oh. uh, two drunks consoling each other at the end of a long <laughs> yeah. night out. About the Arsenal. <sighs> Don't... Uh... <laughs> I, I, I almost know. didn't want to bring it up. I but it does know. lead on to the next question of how if there's like a midweek game and you're on tour, how would you how would you lift yourself I'll after you something? Or, no, or would you just not watch it? Monday. I was doing a gig on Monday, Monday night. I was doing two shows. So you went on stage after I, that. Yeah, I started the show and I came off at half time and watched twenty minutes of that and they literally scored as I was about to go back on stage. And I don't know why I do it. My tour manager says, Don't do it, don't watch it, because whenever you watch <laughs> it and they start to lose, you go on and for the first 15 minutes of the second half you're miserable just distant yeah like miserable. I do audience bits and I'm 
really aggressive with the audience. I'm like, that's not me. Shut up, mate. So I should just not watch, I really shouldn't watch them, especially when it's like, you know, Sheffield United on a Monday night. Like, that is uh, that is a banana skin if ever I saw one for Arsenal. So just avoid watching it's them. It's the kind of one where you're almost a fool for having turned it on, hoping that something was going to happen because it was always there on the fixture list. Just We have all the players... There yep. is a squad there that should be challenging for the top four, so it's that em- Emery's fault. <laughs> he needs to sort it out or go. Don't worry, you guys will be in Europe next year if yeah. there's a war. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Speaking of barn dances, very interesting you say that. Mm-hmm. You're, a, you're, a, you're, you're a man who grew up in the West Country. Uh, yeah, uh, Devon and Bristol. Where is the West Country? Uh, I would say the West Country is anything from kind of Bristol, Somerset, that kind of bit across, and then the southwest is Devon and Cornwall. Interesting. Uh, YouGov, who most of the time are out asking people who would you vote for in the next election, yeah. have done a survey to ask people where they think the West Country is, and their methodology is absolutely incredible. Um, 69% of people in Bristol say yes, that's the West Country, 70% of people in Somerset, 72% of people in Devon, 72% of people in Cornwall, 55% of people in Dorset, okay. and then it wanes a little bit. But they've also matched it up against the number of Wurzels gigs in each of those counties. If you want a baseline, a plimsoll line of West Countryness, the, the Wurzels are, you can't get any more West Country than Drink up the cider, etc. Uh, the most gigs that they did in their 2019 tour was in Somerset. Okay. And then Wiltshire was the second most popular venue for Wurzels gigs, but only 28% of people in Wiltshire think they're in the West Country. Listen, I grew up in Trowbridge. I spent like 10 years in Trowbridge, and our accents, me and my brother, were like, all right, Michael Knight, Knight. (laughs) it's definitely the West Country. No two ways about it. If we can't get the Wurzels on before 7 o'clock, we failed you all. Home time with Bush and Richie. This is the official, and I mean this with, with all intensity in the paperwork to back it up, the official soundtrack to Friday. Uh, for a long time, I've been consistent in my fear that rats are going to take over the world. And when I found today what the University of Richmond, Virginia have been up to, I was appalled. Uh-oh, what are they doing now? They've taught rats to drive. What? <laughs> they have taught rats to drive tiny little cars. I was going to say, because they can't, they can't do big cars, because one of them have to do gears, the other one do steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. And another one do pedals. Pedals, exactly. Well. Yeah, it's, it's quite some much. sort of little uh, another chain one to of commands. Another one, so it's four, at least four rats in a normal-sized car. A fifth on the indicator. That's a good point. And maybe a sixth if it's raining. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, order, they were taught to drive these cars in order to receive treats in a study that's meant to help scientists understand how learning skills affect the human mind and stress levels. Wow. Wow. I mean, look, these are cleverer people than me, but how are they going to prove that the rats just aren't having a great time? Well, they'd just be like mucking around. <laughs> Absolutely. This is so bizarre. The, the worst thing about it is that, say if an accident happens, God, God forbid, and they just bury the rat within its car, Yeah. that might be dug up in a thousand years' time, and people, architects, no, archaeologists will be like, did were rats driving at that point in 2019? <laughs> yeah. Rats were driving. This could throw, uh, in terms of you know recent history, completely off kilter. Their cars, also, the archaeologists were looking and go. I mean, they were driving, but I mean, this looks like a plastic jug that's got wheels on it. Very basic technology. Because that's what it was. It's a, just a jug. A jug with a tiny little motor and they put wheels on it. Oh, this is... There were, I don't know about you, I worry quite a bit that either the animals or the machines, someone at some point is going to outdo the human race. It's what, this lot. It's, it's this lot. this lot with their cars. We're teaching them to drive. What's going on? 
Uh, without having planned this, something that has uh, kind of rumbled on this week is my obsession with round numbers. OK. Uh, do you remember how I told you that uh, I couldn't have a, uh, a TV volume on anything other than sort of like 10, 15, 20, so on and so forth? Mm-hmm. And obviously today, with uh, the £15,000 that uh, uh, you're having the chance to, uh, to win on the show, I've been happy with that amount of money. It's a round number. Earlier on today, my wife put £47.68 uh, worth of fuel in the car. Right. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, well, I guess obviously it's filling up and then it clicks, stop. No, that was the thing. It wasn't even a full tank. She just decided, I've had enough at £47.68 and walks away from the pump. Do you know what? That's exactly what I would do. Mate, no, I'm not. I'll just stop. Whenever. Explain to me, because I, I I didn't get the chance to have the full discussion with her. I just sat yeah. there seething. How? 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 How does that even happen? I'll just get out. I'll I'll put the the nozzle thingy in or whatever, and then I'll just hold it down for a bit until I feel like that seems to be enough. <laughs> And I'll I'll go and pay for it. I don't understand that logic. There's two ways of filling up the car. You either put the nozzle in and keep putting in the fuel until it's full. I never fill it up. Or you think to yourself, I'm going to stick in 15 quid. And then you do it till 15 and you stop it on the 15. And if it goes 15.01, then you keep going to 20. No, but this is the problem. I think if you get sucked into trying to land on that number, that game of trying to get a round number, it can ruin your life. (laughs) It's ruined my afternoon. BeGambleAware.org. Nice to see Champers back in the building, isn't it? Uh, it is indeed. Bless if you were her. listening to uh, Absolute 80s just before us uh, this afternoon, uh, there she was with a no-repeat guarantee. Swan back in, having been uh, in New Zealand with work, with work, in inverted commas. <laughs> with work. Uh, obviously felt for her when uh, she ran out of champagne in the first-class lounge <laughs> ahead of going on that flight. Uh, interesting thing, though, she told me about while she was away, uh, she Skype-chatted with her two dogs. You what? She had a Skype call with her dogs while she, while she was away. <laughs> Uh, she's got these two, I don't even know what they are, are they terriers? Uh, I, I think they are terriers. Gorgeous loves, looking loves, things. Gorgeous little dogs, but she's had a Skype chat with them and I just didn't know whether that was the thing. Is that something people do now, is it? It's not something I've ever done when I had a dog. Um, was video chatting around? But then I feel you had like it was, yeah, Skype, definitely. Early days, yeah. you, could have, you could have had a Skype call. The weird thing is, there's a couple of people culpable here. There's obviously Champers yep. for indulging the dogs like this. Uh-huh. And I'm guessing it's her mum and dad who were looking after the dogs. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, they're also culpable. They're involved. They will have set up the Skype call so that, you know, when's a good time yeah. before the dogs go to bed? <laughs> Do dogs have a bedtime? <laughs> well, they have a time when you go to bed. Quite. I've all, I, I always used to want to set up, like, some night vision camera to see what the dog did overnight. Well, they must go... Again, I haven't had a dog since I was a kid, but they must, like, lie down and go to sleep, like, with the, with the humans. And do they have, like, showers and stuff like that? And then they're, they're sat there with wet hair watching uh, That's Life. I can't believe that they're lying there still for that amount of time. Surely they must just get up and pad around the kitchen going, I'm so bored. That must freak you out a little bit, though, if you're asleep and you don't know what your dogs are up to. We'll have to Skype them, have to ask. Skype and find out. Wonderfully. Really well. It sounds very calm and very quiet where you are. You sat in the luxurious seats of that Tesla car, thanks to Parker's. I, I am in the front seat with my bottle of Prosecco that was presented. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> do you, are you one of those people that sits in the front with the taxi driver? I love people who do that. Um, I thought the car was so good, I want to get in the front. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would, that, that would, that would, uh, I think that might fry my mind. You tried to put me in the back, but I wasn't having it. Do you know, I, sometimes I love just throwing in a curveball and getting in the front with the cabbie. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, hey, look, Tilly, this this is your chauffeur drive home. This is, this is beating your normal car. Commute from hell. Oh, 
Oh, it's wonderful, thank you. And what's the, the nicest thing about the car so far? Oh, it's just wonderful. It's comfortable, smooth, quiet. Do you know what's really nice? What I like to do sometimes if you're in a nice car is uh, take your shoes off and do that thing where you rub your feet over the glove compartment. No, no, no. Yeah, just do that. Have a little rub of the feet there as well. Oh, it's so nice. That sets me off like a car alarm when the kids do that. Yeah, I'll be asleep by the time I get home. <laughs> For the sake of Elon Musk, please do not do that. Okay, I won't. Because he knows what goes on in every Tesla. Uh, hey, look, uh, Tilly, enjoy the rest of your journey home. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Absolute Radio, 15,000 pounds. 15K payday. It's home time, Friday night, Bush and Richie. Darkness has fallen, but there's light in someone's life very soon because yes. cash is coming their way. I think the light you're talking about is a bit like in Pulp Fiction when they open the bag of whatever it is money and the glow goes onto their face. Oh! £15,000, a phone call we're about to make could change somebody's life. Let's make it. Here we go. Please let them pick up. What an anti-climax that would be. That would be bad. Come on. If your phone's ringing, get to it. It's Bush and Richie in Absolute Radio. Who is this? Uh, Alexander Jones. Full name there, Alexander <laughs> Jones. And uh, where are you right now, Alexander Jones? Uh, home. Can we call you Alex, or is that a little bit informal? Um, Alex is fine. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Alex, what do you do? What's your job? Um, I work in uh, the automotive industry. Oh. Okay, cool. Have you had a busy week, like a tough week, or has it been an all right week for you? Uh, it's been, been, it's been okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. He's a steady guy, Alex. Alex, isn't he? Do you <laughs> he know what I mean? is. He, he certainly is coming across that way right now. Very I steady. I wonder whether indeed. he'll lose some of his steadiness if a little bit of news broke his way. Alex. Uh, yeah. You have just won fifteen thousand pounds. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Fifteen thousand pounds, my friend. It's yours. What? Wow. <laughs> He's almost choking, I can he hear is. it. <laughs> oh, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> what an amazing bit of news on a Friday. Uh, any initial ideas how you might spend the cash? Uh, no. <laughs> no, not at all, actually. Is there a bit of half-term action going on in the house? Could it juice that up? Uh, uh, potentially. <laughs> Maybe um, go on holiday? Got anywhere that you might want to go on holiday, Alex? Um, well, uh, Probably a couple of places. Alex, really about it. I, I've got to commend you. You're the first person I've ever spoken to on the radio before where you've not given us any details <laughs> about anything. <laughs> uh, we could come away with the opinion that you are a shady man, Alex, but shady. I think you are just stunned at the £15,000, so we'll take it at that. Congratulations. Oh, well, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> 